Tonight on Haps and Backs Office Flaps, it's Thanksgiving. Not really. And the Black Friday shoppers are coming for deals, bargains, and blood. And well, we're just here for the booze. Hops and box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back. This is the 152nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops presented by Wabam Entertainment. We are the internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beers. Tonight, we conclude our Hops and Pandemic Flops with 2021's Black Friday. So It's a movie. Yeah, it is a it's a it's a thing that was written about right, I'm, gonna inter- I'm gonna interject here uh listener this is my fault i did this and that was uh, a huge mistake i was scrambling to find a quote-unquote pandemic movie by t-dubs uh qualifications and this came up on a google search somewhere and i figured that with devin sawa and bruce campbell and uh the guy who played i just texted you what was it spawn uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Black Dynamite. This had to at least be acceptable. It is fucking not. The movie sucks. And the pod here. It's horrible. Don't watch it. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, No offense, Mayor McCheese. You're not wrong, though. On paper, this has potential. Uh, But yet, it fails to capitalize on any of it. I feel like T-Dubs isn't even going to be able to find how this went wrong. Because other than the director... There's nothing about this movie. Nothing. That, it's it's, it's the, utter the garbage. script is terrible the i will say this terrible. uh it was the guy who wrote its first script uh he had never written a movie he'd written for a that tv show out. also it's better than the happening uh so uh, uh it's it's definitely more fun than the happening yeah. yes so <laughs> listeners along with me and you've heard from them are the uh internet's personal dower dennis chumpzilla yeah, are we uh, are, are we really going to do this movie with the guy from Fanatic? I I'm kind of well, he's less kind of shocked. The guy has shown up twice on the pod now. I did not know who he was, but I'm like, oh no, it's that guy from the bad John Travolta movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Devin Sawa is back. Devin Sawa, yeah. he's mm-hmm. he's less problematic here. I didn't notice Welcome him at back. first because he's gotten so old, but then I was like, oh. No, I see it now. I see there he is. Yeah, no, that's the guy. That's that yeah, guy. That's cool. Junior from cool. the Little Giants. The man with the golden <laughs> arm. Uh, wow. We've also got the man who made uh, the big mess in aisle six, Mayor McCheese. <sighs> this, again, I'm just going <laughs> to spend my time apologizing. This fucking movie sucks. Captain it's Cash. It's not the worst uh, we've done. It's would not the be worst here, we've done. But he's currently in the Christmas village turning into a giant scrotum because that's the theme of this movie yeah yeah sort of like scrotum portals yeah, yeah whatever all right so points of order you can find the show on twitter facebook and instagram at hops and bo flops you can find wabam entertainment on twitter and instagram at w-o-b-a-m-e-n-t black friday is available to rent on amazon prime for 99 cents no, it's I not. Would... No, it's not. I just rented it three hours ago and it cost me five fucking dollars. <laughs> so I you... have regrets. I have regrets as well. Okay, so it, it was said, available. If you, for if you Google cents. search it, it says it's available starting at 99 cents. There is no option. You have to rent it for five fucking dollars. I got it for Luckily, 99 cents. I had some credits for like stuff I did not get shipped in two days. So it cost me 350. I still want my 350 back. Looks I'll like mail you a check. Give me your address and I'll send you a check because this one is 100% on me. Looks like it's you guys uh, missed the Black Friday sale. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, top oh, of the yeah. So uh, let's talk beer. Tonight we're drinking Clown Shoes' Galactic, Galactica West Coast IPA. This dry hopped IPA carries a Captain Cash approved 8.0% ABV. 
and is full of galaxy hops. It's balanced, but has a resinous hop bitterness. Its cavalcade of expressive hops make for a complex blend of hop notes that include tropical fruit, citrus, and pine, all shining through over a clean malt backbone. And that was a very neat description, and I, I appreciate it. The, my first question before you asked your first question is, do you think Clown Shoes has produced enough beer to wash away the memory of this movie from the collective knowledge of the uh, audience? No, but uh, this is a strong <laughs> IPA. It's good, um, but it definitely has a bold and in-your-face flavor. And I've done a couple of Clown Shoes beers I'd say this is my least favorite so far, but I'd give it two bad movies. I cannot uh, agree with you there, <clears throat> T-Dubs. I'm sorry. It's a little sour for me. It's acidic, maybe? I'm not sure. Something about this beer, because I have it as well, just doesn't quite hit the palate the way I'd like it to. Like It's hoppy, and I enjoy some of the flavor notes, but it's, it's, it's still a little bit bitter and acidic. Like, and not in the good way. And so I'm, I'm not a huge fan. So I can give it one and a half bad movies. Yeah. But, you, know, you know, after you know, number your, two, your mileage may vary. I think I'm with you. I think this is it's very piney. The pine notes are strong. Very piney. Like, there is citrus, but it's, it's bare, in my opinion, it's bigger than the pine. It's kind of flat. Here's the thing I, I, I will admit, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a bubble slut. I like a very carbonated beer. This is a little flat to me. Maybe just the can that I've got, because you know I picked up a, a four pack of cans, but it's not carbonated uh, to my liking. I, I, I want something ups- a little more. I want it to tickle my nose a bit more. This is kind of flat. You're such an upscale lady. I love oh it. my gosh! I know. <laughs> such a delicate I'm, I'm a flower. Fancy, I'm a fancy Nancy. What can I say? There's not enough carbonation in here. Uh, I put too yeah. many raspberries in my drink, yeah. and uh, these schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Like All right, so Black Friday was directed by Casey Tebow, uh, Tim brother, Tebow's cousin. Yeah, yeah, brother of Tim I'm Tebow. A knee, bro. I'm taking a knee right now. I'm taking yeah. the knee. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Casey Tebow had done basically nothing except for some Aerosmith videos and a Tech Nine video. Well, hold on. What Aerosmith video? Because there's well, several here that I would appreciate if you did them. There's a question about it. So, okay. I'll, we'll leave uh, for later. Uh, Black Friday stars groovy Bruce Campbell as Jonathan, the manager of I Heart Toys or We Heart Toys or whatever the name of the toy store is. Toys toys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got Devin, the fanatic, Sawa as Ken, Michael, Black Dynamite, Dynamite, Jai White as Archie, Yvonne, the little girl from Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. The little girl from Pan's Labyrinth is the female lead of this movie. Uh, Yvonne Vaquero as Marnie. And she's apparently supposed to be romantically interested in Devin Sawa. So she really puts on a powerhouse performance here. Is that is that for real? I... Yeah. Did you watch this movie twice? You didn't pick up the how they like dated? I couldn't tell if they had banged or if they had just made out because the movie was so obtuse on how they wanted to roll out the side on. relationship. It's not as it was weird. No, I mean <laughs> they, they made out. Their, their chemistry didn't really add up. Nobody's nothing. Add, nothing adds up, up in this movie. The movie fucking misses on every mark. Uh, and then you've got Lonnie Farmer as Monty, or the dude who starts this whole fiasco, along with a host of others. I don't know why I included Lonnie because he's in the movie for approximately fifteen seconds, and then he never shows up again. <laughs> So Black Friday was released to theaters in November of 2021. Holy and it shit, it actually went to theaters? Middling reviews, very few theaters. This was basically video <laughs> on demand. Uh, it has a Metacritic of 52 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 63 with 19 reviews. The user <laughs> score is 35. 19 reviews. Yeah, there is. Uh, they should not be at 63. This movie should be hovering at 20 on, on all fronts. Again, we made the joke about the happening. This, if you look at this movie as B movie schlock, through that lens, it's 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 much more acceptable. No, but if it doesn't even do B movie schlock right. But it fucks yeah. that no, up. But if, if, if that, if, if you look at, if you judge it through that lens, it almost doesn't suck. 
Well, almost to, to Trumpzilla's point, a lot of the people that reviewed this, although this was reviewed by RogerEbert.com, um, as well as the New York Times, I believe, most of the places that review VOD movies are fan driven websites that are into genre entertainment. So they usually like movies that aren't necessarily great. Uh, sure. But I, I couldn't find any financial. This is definitely a genre film. This is not. This is yeah. not anything above that. It's B movie, alien invasion schlock. But I couldn't find anything else about this. There's no numbers. There's no budget. There's no whatever. Uh, so let's get to our one sentence descriptions. We will start with Mayor McCheese. To me, this movie, this is not a description. Well, it's a sort of a description. I'm not going to do the summertime thing because this isn't fun enough for it. It's basically like a college kid's thesis. Like, I like that idea for my favorite movies all slammed into one. This is parts of The Mist, parts of uh, Waiting. This is parts of a bunch of other very good movies with actual things to say kind of carved out and shoved into this and done horribly. Yes, uh, Shumzilla. So basically, Black Friday is a movie you would come up with if you took mushrooms, watched The Happening, uh, Waiting, The Night of the Comets, and The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and then like in the morning woke up and tried to write the movie. Or just pencil down like one sentence descriptions of each movie and then woke up in the morning and was like you know what i could make this into one movie yeah and from, together, yeah. from what i read this was basically stolen from better ideas which is why i call it dawn of the brain dead retreads it's <laughs> this is, instead of the happening this is yeah. the cribbing yeah yeah, yeah the dawn, dawn of the dead this, totally the this is dawn oh. of the dead uh, dawn of the dead night of the comet there's there's so many <clears throat> zombie whatever movies that thing rips off it even even cribs the lounge singer intro of this movie has an intro well it has a thing that happens uh when i was it has a musical intro and isn't it dawn of the dead it has the lounge singer intro yes the remake of dawn of the dead has uh the same guy who does the intro for Army of the Dead. I, I think it's the yeah. same fucking band that does this one. Uh, they're, this... they're taking their $10,000 cut to basically do a song for this fucking movie. We generally don't do <laughs> VOD movies, but when this opened, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be just as bad as Santa Slay. <laughs> Santa Slay was way better than this. Oh, yes. oh, oh. Santa Slay. <clears throat> the animation sequence in Santa Slay is better than anything in this movie. Santa and Slay had a lot more fun than this. And you're going to know that right now because here's the plot, right? Black Friday opens with Monty preparing Allmart, which probably is a send up to where Bruce Campbell works in uh, Evil Dead, which I, apparently this is all those also sort of inspired by. Uh, for the impending holiday rush. As he's hanging a banner, a pulsating alien scrotum crashes through the roof. This begins the outbreak. Flash over to Ken, who's dropping off his uh, kids at their boring mothers, and he picks up his co-worker Chris for their Black Friday workday. After receiving their marching orders from the manager, Jonathan, shit quickly hits the fan. Chris assaults an affected shopper with a toy truck, and the store is forced to shut down, much to Jonathan's chagrin. The no new guy, Emmett, gets deep-throated <laughs> by the alien plague, and then he runs amok. So that kicks us off. Like, here we go. Prepare to be not wowed. Yeah, prepare to be bored out of your fucking mind. Yeah. So, Because really now there's only one thing left for them to do, and that's mess these suburban and infected savages up. Well, and of course, escape. It's all Sorry. relatively stupid, and they kill off Michael J. White far too soon. Uh, they have right? escape plans. There's a terrible scene where they try to get deep with each other, and basically, Chris tells Ken, "You're a loser because you work at a toy store and you're old." And it's like, I don't come to VOD movies about alien plagues and toy stores for character development. <laughs> so, what is this? This scene? is them cribbing on waiting. 
the the young guy and the old guy getting in a fight about their menial jobs. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. And again, wholly unnecessary. Nobody wanted that at that point in the film. The problem is, is like, I mean, we're probably going to get into it and I'm jumping ahead. Like, there's a thought here. This could have worked, but they went so many different routes that did not work. And they're like, we're going to see this to fulfillment. We're going to go down this avenue and really go for it. And nothing landed. No, and I'll give the movie a little, a, a slight modicum of credit here because. I'm not sure what they're trying to do with that lead character, the guy that the guy from Fanatic that we're supposed to hate, kind of, sort of. But at the same time, like he's downtrodden. Like, yeah, his relationships suck, and he he might be kind of a prick. But I'm not sure we're supposed to hate him. So you kind of want things to work out for him. Yet the movie never really gives you that like opportunity to like bond with him. He's just kind of a dickhead the entire time. So where's the payoff? Like, do I like him or do I hate him? Where's the where's the the moment? And the really more like a Thomas Jane from The Mist, and then you make Black Dynamite the badass dude who spends like a montage of murdering zombies. Then you're on to something. No, none of that. You use Black Dynamite for two kills, and then you're like, well, let's get rid of him. (laughs) And and his his guts get spilled. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird vibe. The movie has a weird vibe because like. Your protagonist for the first half of the film isn't really the protagonist. He doesn't really do anything. Well, nobody does anything in this movie, which is sort of the point of why it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work so, on numerous levels. But yeah, yeah, that's fair point. one of them. Fair point. So after this like melodrama, Ken gets bit. I'm doing air quotes there. And he stays behind and for some unknown reason decides to put on roller skates. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, as all this has been happening, the alien scrotum has been growing in the Christmas village. Uh, our surviving workers flee to the roof. Jonathan sacrifices himself. And it's revealed that a co-worker, not a monster, bit Ken. Why? Again, none of it makes sense. He bit Ken because he didn't think Ken was a worthy leader for their escape plan. <laughs> There's some oh, shit. Yeah. There's some shitty, like, we want to have a dialogue on consumerism as well during the zombie movie thing they tried to do. And I'm like, we got it. Fucking no one likes corporate America, but I'm not here for that. I'm here for the blood and guts B movie that I thought I was promised. Yeah, this movie really should have just doubled down on the gore and stayed away from trying to say anything. After watching it literally in the last four hours, this is a bait and switch where I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, nice. B-movie. I mean, dumb concept, but I'm in. It's going to be a lot of just dumb shit. Dumb shit in the bad way is what happened. A bunch of like, hey, we're going to get super meta and like try to like really drive home some uh, some points here for you to focus on in your life. And I'm like, that's not why I'm fucking here. I didn't yeah, come This that. movie thought it was going to be Scream. It's not. I I think that's a tad much. I, I don't think this movie was that high-minded, but it certainly thought well, no, but there's something to be meta to on the, the consumerism zombie genre. Yeah. Like it's, no, a very, this... it's a very specific niche they were at. I think they were like trying to like be meta about it, but yeah, it doesn't work. Nothing works. And the Nothing thing is here. like, you could be like, oh, well, this was a low budget movie, yada, 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 but so was the original Dawn of the Dead. So this movie really doesn't have an excuse to, like not also Don the the original Don of the uh, Zack Snyder's Don of the Dead, good film. Original Don of the Dead, good film. Yes, they're both those are good zombie movies based in a a mall shopping setting. This movie does not hold up. Shopping mall at all better than the shopping mall a thousand times better than this. That's that goes without saying. Not one overweight person asked for more butter in this movie. And no one's head was lasered off. True. As far as yep. I can remember. Nobody's head. So and no no Barbara Crampton. So yep. huge strike. Right, finish the plot. So anyway, with this. Uh, Ken uh, is now stuck in the break room with the shitty consumer monster uh, for no real reason. Uh, anyway, they jump into a dumpster. Brian the biter, this is the guy that bit Ken, tries to reason with the now gigantic alien, 
that is essentially just an amalgamation of all the infected shoppers and gets punted like a paper football. See you later, Brian. Ken comes running out. He's able to distract the monster as Chris tricks it into launching a forklift into its own face. Hooray! They've won! Except another Mongo monster looms in the distance. Dun, dun, oh, dun. I, feel like I, I feel like I've seen that in another much better movie. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. This was all recycled nonsense. And that's the movie. So uh, how many beers? I'm just going to say four, Six. three pain beers, <laughs> one enjoyment beer just for Bruce Campbell and Michael Jai White. But three uh, pain beers. This movie drags ass and it's not that long. I'm giving zero to Bruce Campbell because his character fucking sucks. I'm giving zero to the whoever was in charge of Black Dynamite because he was awesome and they used him zero. And I'm giving six overall because the movie is so fucking bad that even at an hour and 20, it felt like a three hour movie because I was like, nothing's fucking happening. This is so boring. This is the most boring movie of all time. The movie. There, there is a distinct... 30 minute period in this film where nothing fucking happens easily it's just shots of of a bunch of assholes in a warehouse dicking around and it's like what is going on and then it turns into a cgi mess they're literally hiding behind swinging doors they're like oh they can't get in here and it's like what but why why can't they get in there it's a swinging door we we put this two by four in front of this saloon door they should be fine you're, you're in a big box store. There's no barriers. But later, basically... the, later, the mutants punch through the side of an 18-wheeler. <laughs> yes. They're yeah, so strong, yeah. they're about to rip an 18-wheeler apart. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's that's the so, movie. It's 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 bad, folks. Yeah, I am yeah, shocked no, uh, this actually uh, got So, uh, uh, you know, Chumpzilla gives this five beers. I can't give it a full six. It's not that bad, but it's damn near close. You can probably sneak that... F- fifth and or sixth beer in no problem name well, one thing you enjoyed about this that saved that sixth beer and then maybe i'll allow us a five count uh too long too long already yeah i oof. it's tough man i mean you could easily pound out six during bruce campbell's mustache is fun there is that there is a mustache i enjoyed the mustache i like his like, sweater he's very dapper he's very yeah. dapper he's a very manager and I, I love I, to hear I him love talk the about anti-business angle of him being a dickhead too. I do enjoy that. Well, he was really just trying to be Michael Scott, which also wasn't like oh weird. They did they crib from the office? Yeah, we can add another lit. We could we could start a whiteboard of all of the good shit that this movie tried to steal from and did it horribly uh, wrong. Okay, now before we get into our lingering yes. questions about the movie. Let's hear from our brothers and beer over at Hop Nation USA. And when we come back, again, we've got some questions about shopping. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone. This is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. Hello and welcome back to the 152nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops presented by Wabam Entertainment. And we are talking 2021's Black Friday. None of us liked it. So now I have some questions about how awful the holiday Black Friday is, which really isn't a holiday, and they sort of relate to this movie. Number one, is there an item you'd actually brave the insanity of Black Friday for? I do. I will answer this. Okay. Um, Every year, me and Mrs. McCheese, Miss, Mrs. Monroe, sorry, I screwed that up. Uh, we, We sneak out early on Black Friday morning, Oh, no, wait. Wrong holiday. Never mind. Nope, there isn't. <laughs> okay. See, because I don't go shopping ever. I hate shopping. But I may have an answer. Chumpzilla. All right. So Uncle Chumpy's got two stories here. Okay. One, I was not familiar with the Black Friday phenomenon. So the first year I was with the wife, she casually mentioned to me, 
oh, by the way, why don't you go out and pick us up some paper towels from Target? <laughs> it, I think she thought that I knew, but I didn't. So I went out on Black Friday. This is before Black Friday. It was like a midnight event. So it's like the, this is when Black Friday was like the Friday after Thanksgiving and shit oh, just that, goes nuts. Everything opened at 8 a.m. and people literally tried to trample yeah. each other to death for a cheap so, TV. So like 10 a.m. In like in like central Minnesota, I try to roll up to Target to get some fucking paper towels. I get in there and there's a goddamn riot. <laughs> and I text her and I said, hey, I'm not sure what's going on, but shit seems fucked up. And she's like, oh, I can't believe you actually did that. It's Black Friday. I'm yeah, like, punked. what the fuck does that mean? I'm a, du- I'm a single dude. I don't do this. And she's like, oh, no, it's like this shopping day. And I'm like, yeah, because you know, there's people like beating each other up in the, the aisles of Target right now. And I just want to buy some paper towels. Yeah, I'll need the, so big, that, they that was, the latest turbo, was, man. I, I'm, like, and I'm like holy fuck okay this, this, this is the thing now and then that was the day i became aware of black friday okay well for me there's almost nothing uh because i do hate i hate shopping i hate being in public i hate talking to people but i know i'll go once i'll go one generally step further. suck I, for the most part to your yeah. to your defense i'll most go one step further in between the week before Thanksgiving and New Year's, I fucking hate being out in public at all in general. Exactly. There's a million more people. And like, even if you stop to buy something as simple as Chumzilla's paper towel, you're like, where the fuck did all you come from? It's so it's a hassle. Like I buy everything online. I, I guess that's probably bad for, for stores and whatnot, but I don't like, deal I, think, with, like I think Target will make it. You'll be a conglomerate conglomerates but so like here's an example i bought this Zack snyder special edition uh steel book for justice league and it comes in like a crafted mother box a 3d printed mother box if that was for sale on black friday and that was the only place you could get it i would try and get it oh for sure but that's literally about it no, I mean, I wouldn't go. What I was mentioning earlier, the only thing that me and Mrs. McCheese do is the day after Christmas, we run to Target because all of the Christmas lights are 50% off. We buy a shitload. Yes. That way, the next year, we can be more Griswold than we used to be. Uh-huh. 100% yes on that. Okay. so And also, I'm a sucker for the TVs. I, I have bought, uh, after my <clears throat> painful toilet paper experience, I have bought a couple of you know tvs on your way out you got a solid 55 inch OLED. oh i guess guess a 70 inch bro nice it was it was a sweet deal i can't complain (laughs) that way you can Uh, watch this in all its glory yeah you can't really watch this i watch this anything Um, less it just doesn't hold up it'd be uncivilized Mm. uh number two is most gnarly death or zombie kill i don't think there are any that's the why only... this movie falls so flat. The only thing I liked was when they initially go out the uh, swinging doors. Yes, the swinging doors. Reminder, they the zombies easily could have infiltrated their hiding place. There's someone dragging around uh, the top half of a corpse. Yeah, yes. that, was, that was it. That was the only thing I was going to say. In, 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 what is that? 80 minutes, 85 minutes this movie is. That's the five second scene where I'm like, that's okay. And then the rest of it, I'm like, Oh, you got bit, or you got hit in the head with a screwdriver. Done the movie like, is very PG thirteen. It's, it's fucking. There's boring, nothing to it. I mean, it would be PG thirteen yeah. if they didn't drop so many f bombs. You have yeah, well, you. They, 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 to your point, they dragged that one corpse across there, and when Michael Jai White gets killed, you see his guts drop. But that's pretty much but it. He gets killed off screen, basically. So yeah, but you see some intestines drop. It's it's implied that he was he was eviscerated. Devin Sawa stabs a the truck driver in the neck with a broken wine bottle, which I thought was yes. You have yeah, but you have fucking black dynamite with a nail gun. Just let him go crazy. Honestly, it's like yeah, let him shoot some people in the head with the nail gun. Yes, like come on, that's what it's here for. You don't get really anything out of that. You get no cool kills out of that thing. That seems like it's a cool mechanic they don't use at all. all. Right. Here's my favorite question. 
you're stuck in a toy store on Black Friday and a horde of parasitic shoppers is descending upon you. You get two characters from the history of film to watch your back. Who are you bringing? I know definitively who I would bring. I mean, I got I got a couple in mind. Um, okay. Do you go? Yeah. I, I'm, I'll take John Wick because that's simple. He's got guns and I'll take uh, what's Uma Thurman from Kill Bill? Beatrix? Beatrix Kiddo. I'll take Beatrix Kiddo and John Wick. Thank you. Those are solid choices. Chubzilla. I'm going to take uh, Bruce Willis from Pulp Fiction. And... Pulp Fiction? You're not bringing McLean? You're taking a Bruce no. Willis character and you're bringing the guy from Pulp Fiction? I guess he's, I mean, he has a sword. So, what if he had to so crawl through some air ducts? Some acting chops here, you know? No, All right. I'm, giving, I'm giving the comeback Bruno some credit. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Geez, that's a, that's a tough question. It's a good question. Uh, I like this question. Uh, just to make it fun, I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, Pedro Pascal. I'll, t- I'll take the Mando. Those guys can watch the Mandalorian. Okay. Uh, that's fine. I'm taking John Matrix from Commando. Nice. Okay, that's, that's that's solid. Like Matrix, you told me you'd kill me last. Yeah. Game over. He's dropping one of the zombie parasites off the top of a scaffolding by his leg, and I'm taking Charlie Wax from from Paris with Love. Okay, so that's that's cheating because you don't need two. Then you just need the one. I wouldn't. Need, I'd need half of one of them to get Char- out of this Char- thing. Charlie Wax can do this in his sleep. That ain't no kitchen staff, Hoss. <laughs> we, we would fuck up these parasitic shoppers. His giant vase of cocaine. He's fine. He's fine. Over. Game over. See ya. Okay, last question. And I have a very definitive answer for this as well. What's worse? The chance you may be killed by a parasite-infested shopper or actually working a 10-hour shift at the register? I mean... I've done the register shift. Done retail. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interject a third, and that's being forced to watch this movie more than once, which somebody (laughs) on this pod did voluntarily. Yeah, that's really weird, Chubzilla. I don't, I don't don't understand the judgment here, guys. I bet he bought it twice too. (laughs) (laughs) I did, I did not. One purchase, one purchase, two viewers. Really, you're really optimizing that Amazon 48 hours they give you, huh? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that hurts. I, I mean, I, I've made poor choices. I understand. It should hurt choice. because it is a very poor choice. I will tell you this. I am never doing a 10-hour shift on a register again. Feed me to the parasite-infested shoppers. Let's go. You need to buy a Sega Saturn. I'll take my chances. Question. You know what? I, I think I can get out Yeah. I'm just, I would Not never Saturn. do that Yeah. I used to get so agitated when I would work the register that by like hour five, I'd just start yelling at people and they'd have to take me away. So my personal trick to working the register, was just to talk to people to buy time so I could slow down the order flow. Like that's how I would trick them. I'd be like, Hey, how are you doing? How's it going? Blah, blah. The real reason I'm doing that is I'm slowing things down for the guys making the stuff. You have no idea what it's like to work in a Petco on a on uh, fucking Christmas yeah. Eve when you are just bringing up bags of food. Oh, no, it's, it's great working at a pet store because everyone who checks out needs Holy to talk to you about their pets shit. and tell you about their pets and their pets' characteristics and traits and why they're buying things for their oh, pets. And they're a like, Sunday post-church at a pet store? Forget it. And I'm like, you I can, just kill me now rather than work that shit. Wizard was loving that. He's like, please tell me more about your pets. Yeah, please tell me about your six would, cats. Please tell me more about No. Oh, so you're a sociopath. Good. You've got six cats. There's no, there's nothing cats good about working at a pet store. No, at all. The only good thing that ever happened from our pet co experience is when we soaked down the aisle and then you fell in it. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I went crashing into the dog beds. We also, do you remember when we threw the uh, 30 pound bag of cat litter? at zerman's head yes yes we did <laughs> oh that was a good one see that's that i mean dude that sounds out. criminal i'm ready I to feel fight. like i feel like we could have made a movie about our days at petco yeah that was better than this fucking professionally made movie well that's probably not that much of a stretch 
I think we tricked a lot of people into eating the dog biscuits because they tasted yep. like shortbread. <laughs> we tell them they were cookies. Like, oh no, those are cookies. <laughs> See, dude, I'm telling you, I'm making it out ten out of ten times. You give me the the friggin' pallet jack, like a like one of those cat feather ticklers, and a few forty pound bags of dog food, and I am just wrecking shop inside the store. I'm surviving. Yeah, we would make that a way. Sounds like movie. a legit reality show we would make a way better movie and it wouldn't involve some like very vaguely defined alien that apparently needs to make a huge alien because the mist existed at one point in time also the least believable part of this movie would they're like we got to close down the store some weird shit happened shit's happening and the manager's like oh we can't do that it's like no 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 everybody who works at retail is like all right yep let's go get a keg Lock it up. Lock it up. Like if it, if this movie was made in 2005, I would understand the corporate dedication more. But it was released in 2021, where people were like, "No, nah, I'll quit. I don't give a shit." <laughs> we have an Amazon union now in New York. Like, come on. Yeah, that the Amazon union happened within a year of this movie, and yeah. they're just like, "No, corporate doesn't want to pay you," and also, oh, you're not getting you die. You're not getting any bonuses. Yeah, no bonuses. Eat ass. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from our double team partners over at the Double Turn podcast. And when we come back, we've got the Suburban Savages Trivia Challenge. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Boss Ross. And I'm the J-Man, and we're the Double Turn Podcast. Every Friday, we bring you the best in pro wrestling talk. Whether it's previews and reviews on pay-per-view events, discussing the hottest topics in pro wrestling, or bringing you a look back to some of the best matches and moments in history. We have it all for you. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram at the Double Turn Podcast. And we will catch you on the flip side. Hello and welcome back to the 152nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. We are talking 2021's Black Friday and we are on to the Suburban Savages Trivia Challenge. Gentlemen, we have a standard five-question multiple-choice format quiz. To chime in, either stick with one of our stalwarts or say, this is some next-level bath salt shit or pussy boy here or you're the slowest and the juiciest which is what Bruce Campbell says to his overweight assistant. Even the best lines we can pick from this movie suck. Oh, oh my God. When the old lady calls uh, Chris pussy boy at the register. Yeah. She gets mad because the germaphobic doesn't want to touch the gross ass fucking keyboard. The jelly. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? I mean, as ready as we're going to be. Okay. Yeah, Number sure. One. The week of November 22nd to November 28th, Black Friday was one of the top 10 most pirated movies. Again, <laughs> please don't do that. Where did it rank? Was it A, fifth? Was it B, sixth? Was it C, seventh? Or was it D, eighth? This is the best we can do for trivia. Fuck, this movie has no background. Uh, tarts, tarts and farts. Okay, uh, make cheese. So my, my choices are five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So it was seven. It was seventh. You are correct. Hey! Shlemiel, Shlemiel, Hassan Pepper Incorporated. This you might be up. the best guess I've had on the trivia since I've been on the pod. One to nothing. All right, number two. Based in a toy store, this film was actually shot in an old abandoned one of these. Was it A, a Best Buy? Was it B, a Baby's R Us? Was it C, a Toys R Us? Or was it D, a Walmart? I'm going to shoot... McCheese. I'm hoping Toys R Us. Incorrect. Ah, fuck. That was the easy answer. So I'm like, fuck me. I'm going to go with Farts and Tarts Walmart. It was a Baby's R Us. Mm. Fuck. Yep. The score remains 1-0 Mayor McCheese. Number three. Here we get to Casey Tebow's Mm -hmm. Aerosmith background. (laughs) Uh, Oh, boy. As I said, the director, Casey Tebow, previously helmed music videos brother. and specials for Aerosmith. Which of these was not one of them? Was it A, Aerosmith, Live in the Streets of Baston? Was it B, Aerosmith, Rock for the Rising Sun? 
Was it C, Aerosmith, Legendary Child? Or was it D, Aerosmith, Hole in My Soul? You're going first, Chuckzilla. I did the last one. Hey. Incorrect. It is Final not answer. live in the streets of Baston. Damn. Uh, I don't need you don't have to repeat them. That's a waste okay. of time because I'm not gonna know anything about it. Let's go <laughs> yeah, with just blind guesses here. Hole in my soul is correct. <laughs> oh my Man, god. Fire and arrows tonight. Just wow. having love in the elevator wow. for this trivia challenge, living it up as it's going Wait, down. Hold on. You never actually explained what I'm gonna win from this. So oh, I may get, want to throttle it back if the prize sucks. You get Dower Dennis. Dower oh. Dennis has been recalled and he might light on fire. But the that sad, is your the prize. sad bear the movie is based around for no yes. fucking reason that Dower Dennis, fire which was your experience as a viewer <laughs> oh god damn it fine let's keep going two to nothing mary cheese number four in 2021 the average household spent this much money on black friday sales is it a 430 dollars is it b 630 dollars is it c 830 dollars or is it d 1030 dollars tarts and farts mccheese I would hope B. Incorrect. Chumpzilla I mean, should know this because he's the only one of us that shops on Black Friday. I spent zero. I mean, we don't buy shit on Black Friday, so I'm very confused. I figured B uh, was middle cheese numbers. Too. What did he take, B? It's a B. I would take C if I were you. If you were going to guess. I'm going to go with D. It is A, $430, which was 5% higher than in 2020. Pussies. Inflation, yeah. supply chain. Come on, buy. How is John ever going to get his TV. Buy that big ass TV. Come on now. Okay, so Chumpzilla, you are theoretically eliminated, uh, which means yeah, Mayor McCheese. I've done mathematically it. eliminated. Yes. Mayor McCheese has won Dower Dennis. Don't put it in your kid's room. It is. It has been recalled. It is not safe. What are the other parameters? Don't feed it after midnight. Don't, don't get it yeah, wet. Don't get it okay, wet. Cool. Don't feed it after midnight. I just want to make sure I know all. I got to write these down because I'm very forgetful. If you feed Dower Dennis after midnight, it shits itself like Steven Seagal. Also, can we take a hot second to comment on what Dower Dennis is saying through the entire movie? He's going through a brutal divorce where he's like, my my what my wife my my wife hates my wife hates me, and I'm like, it's a it's a Ted joke, right? I thought it was actually basically making fun of the main character. Well, yeah. kind of. I guess it's also a Ted joke. It's also a Ted. Yeah. But I, like, that's or the movie. Teddy Ruxpin. What everyone do? Mm. I don't know if that's a Teddy Ruxpin joke. You know, it's really fucking crazy well, if you like put a Black Sabbath cassette in Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> you play it backwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bro. Then he starts speaking Let's in go. tongues. Number five, the horror film Curse of Chucky briefly appears on a break room TV. Which of the film's stars appeared in a child's play related property? Bonus points if you can name the one. So technically you can tie Chumzilla. Is it A, Michael Jai White? Is it B, Ryan Lee? That was Chris. Is it C, Devin Sawa? Or is it D, Bruce Campbell? I'm going to shoot. Eric McCheese. It's Sawa and he did whatever the Chucky remake was in like 2020. He's in the TV show. You you are correct. You have destroyed Chumpzilla. Ah, I'm bringing wow. it tonight on this awful fucking just... movie. Yes. Well, but I mean, two of those were guesses. The other one. I'm going to go to sleep and forget I ever watched this movie and be completely happy with that fact. Everyone should do well. Everyone should not watch this movie and waste their time mm-hmm. with us instead mm-hmm. because. Well, T Dubs, I'm actually kind of pissed you didn't include our normal question of how do you fix this movie. Well, um, I mean, there's. The, I think we talked about it. And the way to fix we, this no, we did to make because it normally I, I I put the cart way ahead of the horse in half of these podcasts, but <laughs> maybe stick with the same mindset and put someone together who's a better writer. <laughs> well, yeah. So from what I read, and I did mention it earlier, this was basically ripped off of other things. But there's like a comic book that's very similar to this, but it's not the same thing. And I mean, like. This has just been done so many times. So unless you're going to just go balls to the wall with the with the corny gore, what's the point? 
Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. you have to go full B movie schlock and you have the right, like, that's the worst part is you have the right people for it. You have Devin Sawa, you have Bruce Campbell in his later years, who's into B movie schlock and you have fucking Black Dynamite. You could have easily done yeah. the best B movie zombie movie they of all time based around fucking yep. Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. instead we got this. Well, our next, the biggest travesty is this is when I found this stupid trailer, I was like, this is going to be sweet. These people know how to be movie. It's going to be awesome. And it got butt fucked from the jump. Well, our next movie for next week, which I'll mention in a minute, actually is a great piece of B movie schlock. But before we get there, let's do our recommendations. So what do you have for this week, Mayor McCheese? Oh, I mean, I, I'm so I'm so backlogged on work that I haven't really done much. So I got okay. nothing. So I'll you can, you can the, you're, you're you're our consumer. You can put in one for me. I've watched so much shit lately. So I'll recommend not watched zero things. things except for this, which was a fucking waste of my time. <laughs> uh, all right, Chumzilla, what do you recommend? On, on that note, even oh, though we're at the end out of the recommendation. Pod. Thank you, Richie. Excellent crack. Uh, hey, no, uh, total cop out on my part. You can check out on Tubi. <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the premier streaming service on the internet. <clears throat> you can check out Tubi. They have Mask, the animated series, right now. The one with uh, Eric Stoltz. Uh, yeah, the the. Wait, no. Is he in that Mask. Do you have an agreement Eric with Eric Stoltz movie where he has he's Rocky Dennis? No, no, the, no. Yes, I the, know. The, I'm just the, the, cart, the cartoon where they like wear like the masks and do stuff. The, first Wait, the Jim Carrey one where he turns into the green guy. No, no. It's, yeah, it's honestly, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It, it, it's like it's like Transformers or GI Joe. It's it's an animated series. It was it, it's it's on Tubi. Uh, Mask. Oh, okay, you, I'll if, take your word if, for if it. If you're an 80s child like myself, you'll recall Mask. It was fun. You can get like the first, I think it's two or three seasons are both available on uh, Tubi right now. My real question is how much money did you lose? And uh, there's got to be some sort of depreciation value that you went this long into the pod before saying the word Tubi. Yeah, dude, you got There has to be a scale where they're like, Hey, if you can get it up front, we'll pay you X dollars per you know minute. But at the back end, it's ninety percent. It's a struggle, less. but yeah, no, it, I, I, I'll get, I'll recoup the funds. It'll be fine. Okay, be fine. all right. Well, my recommendation is a new book. It's called Age of Cage, which explores the last four decades of Hollywood through the lens of Nicolas Cage's incredible acting career. <clears throat> Fuck yeah! Stop uh, that. Chump still, you dick. Oh, Nick so, Cage is a goddamn American dream. And we are truly in the cage essence. And I could not be more excited that now all of a sudden he's cool again, which by the way, it's kind of like being a Bills fan. We know you're not really Nicolas Cage fans. Like I'm here, like I'm cool with it. Like I'm cool with you loving Nicolas Cage now, but let's not fucking pretend like you were here the whole time. There's a lot of us that have been on this corner championing Nicolas Cage for years. And as you made fun of him, you're not one of us, uh, but it's cool. Now, you can't be super mad because there is a there is a lull in the middle there where an average watcher, if you will, would probably not be interested. But he really is. He's fucking. He's hitting homers. He's right the man. Now. He's the man. Which is why, as I'll mention in a minute, we're going to be doing a lot more Nicolas Cage, including the unbearable. Fuck yeah, we are talent on this podcast. My other recommendation since uh, Mayor McCheese has not been consuming anything, and I've been consuming a lot of TV and movies because I love watching be a good movies. One. If you're taking my spot, this better uh, be good. I'm going to give you a, a better horror movie. Last Night in Soho, which was Edgar Wright's latest movie about the girl who moves to England, London, not to England, she's from England. She moves to London and goes and lives in this apartment and begins having these dreams where she's transported back to 1960s London. Uh, it was a little bit pretentious. Uh, sort is, it, of like, is it actually horror, though? I heard that was more like heady kind of... It, uh, it is. It's like a thriller. Kind of but it, it, it gets a little bit into its own self, sort of like Annihilation, but it's also still fairly entertaining. Not is my favorite Andrew Wright movie. But, uh, is that the Annihilation metaphor movie? I think there is metaphorical aspects of it for sure. 
Yeah, I'm not an expert on uh, language like Chumpzilla, so I'm not I'm not the metaphor man. I'm just the marathon man. Right, what else? Oh you my got? gosh! Jeez, uh, what else could I recommend? Jackass Forever was incredible. Oh, is that is that on <laughs> is that it's, on your favorite Paramount Plus? It's on Paramount Plus. I want uh, to watch that now. I was actually. laughing so hard watching that. My wife woke up and told me to shut up. So no, she's like, you cannot be watching that. That is I'm a sleeping. sounding endorsement right there, folks. Oh my God. It is. It's great. It is. I'm going to watch that right now. Yeah. So there's, there's three for you. Uh, remember you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at hops and BL flops. You can find myself on Twitter at writer TLK. You can find captain cash when he's not turning into a giant pulsating nutsack at C A P T C A S H on most social media. Uh, you can find Chumpzilla on Twitter at Chumpzilla8 and Mayor McCheese on Twitter at HBOF McCheese. And check out Wabam Entertainment for all your nerd needs at WabamEntertainment.com or at W-O-B-A-M-E-N-T on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe and share ideas for future episodes like our boy Bling Blake did because after... What's about to come up, we are going to do period piece flops, including Almost oh, Heroes, with the great Bartholomew <laughs> Hunt, Chris Farley. Wow. Almost Heroes is... It is delightful. amazing. It's a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I paid money to see this down in Louisiana. Only then they were dressed like the king and queen of France. So, <laughs> in the end, listeners... If you ever see an overzealous shopper, we guarantee that's some soccer mom high on the thrill of being a douche. We'll see you next week for the start of our second month dedicated to the great Nicolas Cage hops and cage match flops with Willie's Wonderland. For the, and- for the one listener, did we land on all four? We have the unbearable weight of talent, but what are the other three? So we're doing Willie's Wonderland, Mandy, which is incredible. The Sorcerer's Apprentice and the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which comes out April 22nd. So we'll all see that in separate theaters. I cannot wait. Only in theaters, folks. You have, if you want some cage, get your ass in them seats. Hardcore cage. Willie's Wonderland, uh, free on Hulu. So if you've got that, check it out now before the episode. It's is Mandy free anywhere. Uh, I'll share uh, my screen pass with you because I own Mandy. Of course you do. Willie's Wonderland, that's how you do a B-movie. Essentially, it's Nicolas Cage going into a demonic Chuck E. Cheese and murdering animatronics. No, it's Nicolas Cage playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Like, and that's that's what you want for a B-movie. That sounds perfect. We'll talk way more about it next week. I loved Willie's Wonderland. It is so, so awesome. <laughs>